0: You're listening to The Mindful Mama Podcast, episode number 311, and today we're talking about five things not to say to your kids and what to say instead. Welcome to The Mindful Mama Podcast, now with over a million downloads. Here it's about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. At Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have, and when you have calm and peace within... Then you can give it to your children. I'm your host, Hunter Clark-Fields Mindful Mama Mentor. I help smart, thoughtful parents stay calm so they can have strong, connected relationships with their children. I've been practicing mindfulness for over 20 years. I'm the creator of Mindful Parenting, and I'm the author of Raising Good Humans, a mindful guide to breaking the cycle of reactive parenting and raising kind, confident kids. Happy Friday, my friend. If you are listening to this the day it releases, do you know we release these many episodes every Friday, so you should check them out, be subscribed, of course, of course, of course. So today we are going to share with you, I'm going to share with you the audio from a workshop I did called Five Things Not to Say and What to Say Instead, which I think is a pretty self-explanatory thing. Communication is so, so vital. This is going to go over some of the most important things that you can not say to your kids. So this is a really great episode for you to listen to and this is part of a workshop series i'm doing this fall and we have upcoming workshops mindfulness for busy parents how to get your partner on board how to handle your triggers calm your inner mean mom so if you're not subscribed to the mailing list please make sure you subscribe so you can be a part of these live and i think that's enough said about this Let's dive right in. So you are in five things not to say and what to say instead, because the heart of parenting is how we respond to our kids, right? Like on a moment to moment basis. So... Not to scare you, but they're watching us every moment. And how we respond to them in all those moments, that's teaching them about how to live, how to talk to their little brother, how to talk to their little sister and their friends, how to talk to us. And these tiny interactions make up what is like the bulk of our parenting. And they're learning patterns from these interactions. They're learning to if they're listened to. They're learning when they're listened to. They're learning what kind of attention is given to them, what kind of energy does mom or dad have? And they're learning how to talk to others like their younger, younger siblings. Okay. So there's a lot going on here. I want to just take a moment because I know this can feel like heavy and challenging that there's a lot of pressure on us and there's a lot of guilt. And part, a big part of what we're going to get into later is we're going to put this in the context of the big picture of the mindful parenting method a big part of the mindful parenting method is calming our reactivity so we're going to start with that just now okay so i am going to ask you to just take a moment just before we begin put a hand on your heart please with me and close your eyes and just take a big breath in and sigh it out <sighs> And take another deep breath in, sigh it out, and keep your eyes closed. And I just want you to know, as you feel your breath here, that you are enough, that you are the perfect parent for your child, and that by being here, I want you to know that you are part of the solution. You're part of the healing. So one more big breath in. inside, and open your eyes. Okay, let's do this. Let's dive in. So our first thing, instead of no, instead of no, like what you're talking about, Hunter? What do you mean instead of no? <laughs> kid? The thing about the no is that kids hear no constantly. Like, especially little kids, like, it's like, no, 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 no. They're hearing no all the time. They're making requests every time they come to you. They're wanting to be seen and they're heard. And they hear a lot of no because they're little and they can't do a lot of things. So we hear a lot of no. Now, I am not telling you to never say no to your kids. Obviously, you're going to say no to your kids. That's fine for you to say no, but let's. So sometimes let's, let's see if we can kind of shift maybe a certain percentage of those interactions. Okay. So when our kid comes to us and they're, they want something, they're asking for something, they hit the no, the no is like a wall of, you know, you know, it's just like this defensive wall and all that energy has nowhere to go. Right. They they had brought this energy to this request and no, it just has nowhere to go. So instead of just presenting them with the wall of no, I want you to instead say, "I would. I hear that you would like whatever they would like. I hear that you would. Lo- I hear you'd like a popsicle right now. I hear you want to go to the pool right now." This it goes to the principle that we talk about in mindful parenting of acknowledgement and. Any, the principle is that every single time your child comes to you with a request, they want to be seen and heard. They have something, they want to be acknowledged. They want their request to be acknowledged. So when you acknowledge it with, I hear you would like, I hear you'd like some water, (laughs) then that provides a little bit of relief. It's not just a wall that they're hitting. It's providing a little bit of relief. Instead of you're making me so mad. So this is something that, you know, we know we want to, some of us know, like we want to share our feelings with our kids. We got to share what's happening with us, but there's a bunch of problems with this. We do want to share our feelings with our kids, but no, we, they are not making you feel anything. We have to be responsible for our own feelings. So instead of, You're making me so mad. I want you to say, when you you throw your water on the floor, I feel annoyed and frustrated and whatever you're feeling. And really tap into what are you feeling. Parenting can be loud, stressful, and rough some days. And we want to be able to go to bed and take care of ourselves in a really beautiful way. And that's why I love that. Cozy Earth is a sponsor of the podcast. Cozy Earth offers bedding products that will transform your sleep. The bedding is temperature regulating, which is like a huge sleep benefit, has superior softness, incredible fabric, and incredibly high quality. All the products come with a 10-year warranty. Truly incorporating Cozy Earth products into your self-care routine can enhance your sleep quality and your overall wellness. You deserve to treat yourself to the ultimate in comfort and indulgence after all the day's craziness of parenting with cozy earth bedding and sleepwear. And it's a way to prioritize your self-care and sleep health. You deserve it. And here's an exclusive Mother's Day offer just for our listeners. Use the code MINDFUL35 for 35% off. That's awesome. At CozyEarth.com. That's coupon code MINDFUL35. For 35% off at CozyEarth.com, I want to tell you about a great podcast that you should check out, especially if you ever deal with any school system, which you probably do. It's called Understood Explains. This season of the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Ortube, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. I highly recommend you check it out. To listen to Understood Explains, just search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's it. Understood Explains. So your child is not making you feel anything. Your feelings are your own. And yes, they are triggered by circumstances, including your child's behavior. We inter-are, we affect each other, but they are not making you feel those feelings. So when you blank I feel, not you're making me feel, but I feel blank. And also anger, One another thing we talk about is about anger in particular as an emotion. It's an emotion we feel, for sure. And it can be an honest and authentic emotion we feel. But also underneath our anger is often something else. We talk about anger as an iceberg emotion. And under the layer, like it's floating the tip, If an iceberg is floating above the water and say our water is our consciousness, underneath that is a big bulk of the iceberg. And sometimes when I feel angry, I actually feel hurt underneath that. So there's some more to explore there. And so there's ways that we could, we would, I would look at these and improve some of these statements like in mindful parenting, because we don't want to say things like, we don't want to use, when we're we're describing a behavior, we don't want to be judgmental about it when you say mean things to daddy. When you say when you say that to daddy, I feel sad, you know? We don't have to interject the judgmental language of mean in there. Okay, instead of good job, who says good job? Instead of good job, good job, that's awesome. We know that good job has the same problem with some of the language I was pointing out in the chat, and that is it's judgmental, right? It's, it's like me as an outsider pronouncing a, a judgment of whether this is good or bad or right or wrong upon you and what you're doing. So even though it's praise, it's kind of it ends up being like meaningless praise. And it's not a great thing to have in our communication repertoire. <laughs> so instead of good job, I want just you to say, I see you or look at you climb that tree. Look at you. And so what you want to say is point a bet. So when I say I see you or look at you do this thing, I'm pointing my it back to you. So like if you're the child, you can be proud of what you did. Like, yeah, I see me too. Look, yeah, look at how I climbed that tree. If your child brings you a beautiful painting, now instead of good job, which is kind of meaningless, you can say, oh, wow, look at how you made this painting. And we can be more descriptive instead of judgmental. I see yellow over here. I see red over here. I see a circle. So we're going to start to be descriptive instead. Instead of say you're sorry, right? We want, we want this. We want to have polite kids. Say you're sorry. Say you're sorry. You did something wrong. Say you're sorry, right? We say this to our kids. But it's another case of this is like from above, I'm like, forcing you to say this. And when we say, say you're sorry when to our kids and we make them say you're sorry when they're not sorry, what are they learning? It's not a great lesson we want them to learn. So instead of that, I want you to describe how the behavior affected the other child and that child's feelings, right? Oh my gosh. When you took those toys away, look how sad your little brother was. And it made them feel frustrated and now they feel so sad. So what we're trying to do with this is we're trying to teach our child to intrinsically care about, to show them how their behavior is affecting something and to, to help them, help them care about it from the inside out, not saying you're sorry from the, from, because an adult is telling you. So you may end up saying, say it's a, the right thing to do is say you're sorry when you're ready, you know? So describe how that behavior affected your the other child and their feelings instead of say you're sorry. And then finally, our fifth thing, instead of stop that or you'll hurt yourself, stop that or you'll hurt yourself, I want you to say, whoa, honey, I feel afraid when I see you up there. Please come down. So instead of stop that or... You'll hurt yourself. Your child doesn't believe they'll hurt themselves. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing what they're doing. Instead, you want to let your child know how their behavior affects you. I feel afraid when I see you up there. Please come down. And you're asking them to come down. You're not saying come down immediately, right? You're asking, you're making a, re- a polite request rather than a command. Okay. So. I feel so worried when I see you up there. My not my muscles get all tense. Honey, please come down right away. Okay. Instead of stop that or else, how does this affect you? Hey, I hope you enjoyed this audio from the workshop. If you want to be part of the other upcoming workshops, go to mindfulmamamentor.com resources, and you'll find out how to be part of the live workshops or get the recordings. And uh, yeah, we'll hang. We'll hang in person. It'll be fun. Let's do it. So yeah, go check it out, mindfulmamamentor.com and be a part of it and i hope that this has been helpful love to hear your feedback as always love to see your screenshots it really fills me up to see that this is reaching you and yeah you know, it's like this is this is the connection i love it i'm so grateful for this time that we had get to have together and i love when you can let me know how it's impacting your life because that makes all the difference in the world to me. So hope it's watering your good seeds and I cannot wait to talk to you again soon. Thank you, thank you so much for listening. Namaste. I am still sometimes a yeller. (laughs) I yell too much to my kids. I have four kids. It was really bad. I just have to take this to, I don't know, to change something that was not healthy. Not for me and not for my kids. I can't listen to them and that's great because they know that I'm listening to them. Now I'm less reactive. I'm not explode when my kids say something like I did before. It's calm. Everything is calm here now. So take these classes because we'll help you. We'll teach you a lot of things and you can see that you are not alone in this world, that you're not a bad mother. I think you need to, to take these classes.